Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's focus for Wednesday, July the 12th, 2023, at 12.51 p.m. Central Time. Today's focus, the Trojan Horse. Today's focus is the Trojan Horse. Now, you are probably very, 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 very familiar with the story of the Trojan Horse. You probably know exactly what happened, how it worked, and you probably learned about it in school. You've heard the Trojan Horse referenced probably in different ways within pop culture. You may have even used the word the Trojan Horse, right? You may have said, ooh, that's a Trojan Horse. They're going to be sorry. Ooh, that's going to backfire on them. And, and so we could talk about the whole story about the Trojan Horse and explain it and talk about it. But I... We're just going to use that as today's focus. It's it's the Trojan horse. But instead of just explaining what that is and what it was about and how it all occurred, I really want to set that aside for a minute and really just have a heart to heart with you and with myself. And I want us to, to really answer some important questions. When it comes to your Christian life, when it comes to your spirituality, when it comes to your spiritual growth, What is the greatest threat to your Christian life, to your spirituality, to your spiritual growth? What is the greatest threat? What is the greatest danger to your spirituality, to your spiritual growth, to your Christianity? What is the greatest threat? What is the greatest danger? What is the greatest opposition to your spiritual life, to your spiritual progress, to your spiritual growth, to your Christianity? What is the greatest threat? What is the greatest danger? What is the greatest opposition? Now, I will argue that if you go to Christian websites, listen to Christian podcasts, and listen to sermon after sermon after sermon over and over and over again, the threat, the danger, the opposition is always explained as something external to you. It's out there. And it can be anything from movies, video games, social media. It's always something out there. Woke ideology, liberals, Democrats. It's always critical race theory. It's This is going to destroy us. This is the thing that's going to bring us down. This is the greatest threat to your Christian life. Not only do you typically get the warning, then someone somewhere within Christianity, they will write a book, how to protect yourself from the dangers of social media, how to protect yourself from this evil, from this. Oh, here's a conference. Here's a a video series. Here's this. Buy this. Purchase this. Buy this. Subscribe to this. Whatever. They're always giving you the helps to supposedly protect you from all of the danger, but the danger's always out there. It's out there. Build a wall. Protect yourself. See no evil. Hear no evil. Speak no evil. And you will do no evil. The threat is out there. And part of the reason that Christianity constantly speaks as if the threat is external is because there's a theological foundation for this way of thinking. And that is most Christians teach basically, even though they may not say these words, that basically when you became a Christian, hey, practically you're a new creature. The old is gone. All things have become new, which they basically are implying the eradication of the old nature, that the the sinfulness that was inside of you has been gone. You're magically set free 
from it. So now you can overcome it. So now all you have to do then is you don't have to worry about anything internally because the problem is out there. It's Netflix. It's Hollywood. It's the new Barbie movie. It's, it's, it's what? It's Harry Potter. It's, it's Bud Light. It's, and you worry about that and you protest that and you boycott that and you silence this and you avoid this and you stay away from this and you don't do this and you don't do that. And as long as you will do that, you should be good to go because, hey, everything inside of you is wonderful. See, the the threat is outside the walls. All you've got to do is just not let it in. But is that an accurate description of the Christian life? Or is the problem while we're out there building walls? Well, we've got all the troops up on the walls with all of our weapons ready to fight, ready to fire, ready to, to stop the threat. But the real threat is inside the walls. Someone led in the Trojan horse. Maybe no one led in the Trojan horse. Maybe the Trojan horse has been there from the very beginning and we've been ignoring the Trojan horse and we always look externally. Now, the reason I bring all of this up is... Thomas Watson wrote a book on the Lord's Prayer. In that section on the Lord's Prayer, Matthew chapter 6, verse 13, Matthew chapter 6, verse 13, he addressed the entire Lord's Prayer. It's like a 475-page book. Um, But in Matthew chapter 6, verse 13, we read these words, deliver us from evil, deliver us from evil. He took that phrase and he wrote a lot of things in regards to it. Someone took all that he said about deliver us from evil and kind of summarized it into a little devotional. And I think it was powerful and I think it was good. Now, I got ready to uh, to do a, I did a live broadcast. I was doing a live broadcast where I was going to read it when the website that had the devotional there, magically it just disappeared and now it is gone. But I did a little bit of searching and I found an audio devotional called The Trojan Horse, Thomas Watson. And it looks like someone recorded it at around 2005, 2008. Um, and we're just going to use their audio. I'm assuming they're reading the very devotional that I was looking at. That's my, that's my assumption. Let's see if I'm right. I know I should have listened to this first, but I, you know what? Why? Let's, let's just see what happens together. But I'm hoping that this is the summary of what I saw because I thought it was really, really good. Now, It's like two minutes and 43 seconds long. So we're going to stop and back up and stop and back up, stop and back up, stop and back up so that this really sinks in. Because I think this is a, look to me, um, I really think this is a major issue in the world of Christianity because I think Christianity has gotten this wrong so long. We always focus on the external. I think the problem is really, it's inside of us, even after conversion, The problem is internal, not external. And Christian solution to everything is just cut that out and don't do that and don't look at that and don't watch that and don't have anything to do with that. And it's always like, we'll fix the problem. It's like, hey, let's go build our little monastery, live in the monastery, and we'll be godly, holy people because we don't have any problems on the inside. And I think that's a complete misunderstanding of the reality that you and I know. Let's see how they approached this. Are you ready? Here we go. 
The Trojan Horse by Thomas Watson Deliver us from evil, Matthew chapter 6, verse 13. In this petition, we pray to be delivered from the evil of our heart, that it may not entice us to sin. The heart is the poisoned fountain from whence all actual sins flow. Did you hear that? The human heart is the fountain from which all sin flows. You have a poisoned fountain inside of you. You have a poisoned stream inside of you. That's where the problem is. And that poison stream is not eradicated because of salvation. It is still very much there. All right, I'm going to back this up. Listen to all of that again, and then we'll let this play. I'm going to do a lot of this backing this up. So be patient. Don't get frustrated with me, all right? Because the repetition here hopefully will make this really sink in today. And you can use this today to really focus in on where the real problem is. And I'm telling you, it's inside of you. Here we go. The Trojan Horse by Thomas Watson Deliver us from evil, Matthew chapter 6, verse 13 In this petition, we pray to be delivered from the evil of our heart, that it may not entice us to sin. The heart is the poisoned fountain from whence all actual sins flow. For from within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. Mark chapter 7, verses 21 through 22. Now, I would challenge you to look that up. Mark chapter 7. Mark chapter 7. Mark chapter 7. Verse 21, Mark chapter 7, verse 21. I would really challenge you to make this a memory verse. All right, Mark chapter 7, verse 21. For from within, within, out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornication, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, blasphemy, uh, pride and foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. The issue is inside of us. All of these things are inside of you. They're inside of me. They're inside of everyone. I know you're going to be shocked by this who attends your church. They are inside the person standing behind the pulpit. <gasps> who could have thought? Who? No way. That's impossible. It's it's in your children's Sunday school teacher. It's in your Sunday school teacher. It's in the deacons. It's in the elders. It's in the greeters. It's in everyone at your church. It's in you. It's in your spouse. It's in your kids. It's in you. All of those things are inside of you. Okay, I want, to, I want you to hear it again. It is from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornication, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, and foolishness. 
All these evil things come from within and defile the man. It, the issue is inside of you and inside of me. And Christians run around wanting to scream it. Oh, that's so ungodly. And we point our finger. But the, the same thing is inside of us. Let's see what else he has to say. The cause of all evil lies in a man's own bosom. All sin begins at the heart. Lust is first conceived in the heart, and then it is midwifed into the world. Whence comes rash anger? The heart sets the tongue on fire. The heart is the shop where all sin is contrived and hammered out. The heart is the greatest seducer. Each one is tempted when he is carried away and enticed by his own lust. James chapter 1 verse 14. The devil could not hurt us if our own hearts did not give consent. The devil could not hurt us if our hearts did not give consent. We always want to fight the external devil. We always want to fight the external sin. We always want to fight the external ungodliness when it's the problem is inside of you. All that he can do is lay the bait, but it is our fault to swallow it. How needful, therefore, is this prayer. Deliver us from the evil of our hearts. It was Augustine's prayer, Lord, deliver me from that evil man, myself. Lord, deliver me from that evil man, myself. Lord, deliver me from that evil man, myself. Lord, deliver me from that evil person, myself. Let that be your prayer today. Let this become a guiding theological truth and how you look at the world and how you look at everything around you. When everyone is screaming about the evil out there, you may want to remind people of the evil that is inside of them. But yet many Christians act like, no, it's gone. It's it's eradicated. And say, well, then how will God deliver us from this evil? Well, he delivers us from this evil first and foremost, positionally declaring us to be righteous and holy because of an imputed righteousness while we still have this sinful heart and sinful desire. And then ultimately he will deliver us and glorification when we receive a new body and there's no more sin, no more pain, no more suffering and no more death. But in the meantime, it's a battle against it. But we tend to move all of our, our, in a sense, using military language, we move all of our forces to the front line and, and we think the front line is trying to stop the enemy out there. But the real battle is the battle inside. You want to talk about spiritual warfare? Fight yourself. Beware of the bosom traitor, the flesh. The heart of a man is the Trojan horse, out of which comes a whole army of lusts. Oh, let us pray to be delivered from the lusts and deceits of our own heart. The Trojan horse is your own heart. And from it opens up in all the armies of lust, all the problems comes from right there all the issues that you have it's the, the the church always wants to keep the world out keep the world out 
because there's enough sin inside all of you that it won't matter if the world ever gets in. You'll destroy it yourselves. I'm going to play that one more time without interruption. The Trojan Horse by Thomas Watson Deliver us from evil, Matthew chapter 6, verse 13. In this petition, we pray to be delivered from the evil of our heart, that it may not entice us to sin. The heart is the poisoned fountain from whence all actual sins flow. For from within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. Mark chapter 7, verses 21 through 22. The cause of all evil lies in a man's own bosom. All sin begins at the heart. Lust is first conceived in the heart, and then it is midwifed into the world. Whence comes rash anger? The heart sets the tongue on fire. The heart is the shop where all sin is contrived and hammered out. The heart is the greatest seducer. Each one is tempted when he is carried away and enticed by his own lust. James chapter 1 verse 14. The devil could not hurt us if our own hearts did not give consent. All that he can do is lay the bait, but it is our fault to swallow it. How needful, therefore, is this prayer. Deliver us from the evil of our hearts. It was Augustine's prayer, Lord, deliver me from that evil man, myself. Beware of the bosom traitor, the flesh. The heart of a man is the Trojan horse, out of which comes a whole army of lusts. Oh, let us pray to be delivered from the lusts and deceits of our own heart. That is your today's focus. It may seem simple. It may seem elementary. But listen to the way Christianity is constantly spoken of and about and how Christianity typically deals with things. And I believe this theological truth is is either denied outrightly or overlooked or ignored because we put the focus external, external, external. And I believe that that human heart that is depraved, that is sinful, the Trojan horse is still inside of you even after you become a Christian. And many believe somehow that it basically is gone. I believe it's still very much there. The problem has never been other things, other people. The problem has never been all of these other issues. The problem is inside of me. Now, yes, these other things appeal to my wicked heart. These other things will cry out for my evil to my evil heart and and really speaks directly to it and it makes my evil heart want what it is offering but the issue is still inside of me if there's no internal issue then those external things have no power over you think of the external things in the world that don't have any power over you 
right? Like there's no tempt. It doesn't tempt you. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything to you. There's plenty of things in the world that people could offer that could, and it's just like, yeah, well, no, I don't have a problem with that. That no desire there, no issue with there, nothing. Okay, but then there are other things where, boom, why? Because now it's grabbed onto what's inside of you. All of the issues with sin, it's 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 an issue inside of you. That's where the fight must be. That's where the the focus should be not on the external. So today's focus is the Trojan horse. And the Trojan horse is your own heart. Please give that much attention today for this Wednesday, July the 12th, 2023.